0: The Milwaukee Brewers surprised Major League Baseball with a trade, another trade, the fourth trade this offseason for President of Baseball Operations Matt Arnold a few weeks ago as they traded for what we hope to be their all-star catcher for now and the future in William Contreras. Look, we've gone over the numbers. We've talked about what he can do for us as an organization, as a team, but how about we dive into some of the details about a guy who covered him day in and day out. Paul Bird from Bally Sports Braves joins us next. Stay tuned in. You are Locked On Brewers. You are Locked On Brewers, your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast, part of the Locked
1: On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Hey, Brewers fans, welcome back into the Locked On Brewers podcast. Thank you for always making Locked On Brewers your first listen each and every day. Do not forget, we are free and available on all podcast platforms. That's right, Apple, Google, Spotify. Of course, there's a dozen else others. If you could go ahead and leave us a review on any of those platforms, I would so greatly appreciate it. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Brewers. And please, we are so close to a thousand subscribers over there on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Just search at Locked on Brewers. And don't forget, we are also available now on Facebook at Locked on Brewers Podcast. Get all of our episodes, get all of our content on your daily news feed. As you guys have heard me now, we're going on two weeks since I've taken the show over. I am Brandon Snide. Like you, I'm just a fan with a mic in front of my face. A lifelong and diehard Brewers fans recording this podcast literally minutes away from American Family Field. Of course, you know it. I know it. It's home to our Milwaukee Brewers. You can find me on Twitter at Brandon underscore Snide. again. Christmas is less than a week ago, and you guys are still tuning in to the Locked On Brewers podcast. It is the cold, dead winter months here in Milwaukee, and we are talking baseball. As always, Locked On Brewers is part of the Locked On podcast network, your team every day. You guys recall last week was about a week and a half ago or so. We were doing this podcast in mid-show, talking to former Brewer Tim Dillard, where the Brewers made a trade, and it was a weird show. The, the details were still kind of coming through. and We were trying to work through it. We, we found out the details as the show kind of wrapped up. They acquired 24-year-old all-star catcher Slash DH and William Contreras. They also added two arms in that three, uh, three-team three trade that sent Estore Ruiz to Oakland. Of course, that was a trade involving the Atlanta Braves and the Oakland Athletics. I wanted to take a deep dive into what we could and maybe should expect from our new all-star here in Milwaukee. And like the tease at the top of the show, Mr. Paul Bird from Bally Sports Braves joins the show. Paul, how are we doing?
1: I'm doing well. I'm down here in Georgia. It's uh, going to get below freezing this week. So I don't know, you know how that sounds to you guys. That's probably another walk in the park, but we don't know what to do down here. So everybody's panicking, trying to get ready, <laughs> going to the supermarket. We don't know how to drive in snow. You know, everything shuts down. There's eighty percent chance of that. So we're all trying to prepare for hopefully a white Christmas, winter wonderland. And if that happens, we'll all be stuck.
0: So I, we talked about it before we we started recording. I used to live in Georgia. I live near Savannah. I was stationed down there. I was in the army for a while. I was stationed down there. Probably one of my favorite places that I have was stationed at. I absolutely love the South. And you're right, because when it's cold or it's, you know, quote unquote snow. And I, and I guess Atlanta area probably gets more of the accumulation than where I was at down in the uh, near the coast. Uh, what do you guys do in preparation for that? You don't have snow plows, right?
1: <laughs> we don't. And, you know, it's it's every uh, I've been here for, shoot, 25 years. And it's about every five years, um, maybe, you know, we get a big, you know, snow. And we just, no one knows, like, even if we do have plows, we don't know how to use them. (laughs) We just don't, we're just not prepared. So, you know, we had a snowpocalypse about, you know, five, six years ago. And Freddie Freeman was stuck, you know, on 285. We have a big circle that goes around the city, 285, and he got stuck. So we had to call a deer hunter Chipper Jones because he knew he had a four-wheeler. <laughs> so Chipper Jones jumped on the four wheeler and cut through backyards, hit the interstate on his four wheeler, had some gas strapped onto that thing, and picked up Freddie Freeman, even had a big deer hunting suit for him, threw it on him. Oh
0: my god. Drove it back and it
1: actually turned into a bobblehead. So it's the <laughs> Chipper, Chipper Freddy Rescue Bobblehead.
0: Oh, that's incredible. That's how bad
1: things are. We just we just don't know what to do with it, even if we have, you know, like I say, the 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 big trucks, the tires to get us through. We just don't know how to drive in it or use it.
0: I uh, I enjoyed my time down, down there in Georgia. I'll tell you what, though. We're, you know, compared to your snowstorm, we actually have one projected as well. So maybe it's hitting the whole side of this country. We're supposed to get... You know, anywhere from, you know, it's always different because I'm, we're here in Milwaukee near, near the lake. So we're anywhere from like eight to 10 inches, but that's what we're a little bit more than I suppose than what you guys are getting. So I mean, I think, that's right. yeah, I think we'll, how cold is it going to be? Well, right now, uh, it is in like the teens, like the low teens right now. So it's, it's oh, supposed gosh. to come up a little bit, but I that uh, after you get down to like 20, it doesn't matter. Cold is cold, Paul. It's, <laughs> it sucks. I don't I mean yeah, you and you've, chilling, huh? Yeah. And it just it, it, you know, the wind chill is the worst part. And I'll tell you, you know, everybody kind of laughs at the Midwestern talk here because we're always like, well, if it wasn't for the wind, but we really mean it because if it wasn't windy, it wouldn't be terrible. But the wind absolutely eats you alive. And it and, and without the wind chill, it could be doable, but man, it's it's cold. So we're expecting uh some temperatures to kind of hover around the 20, 30 degree, but the snow is gonna absolutely pummel us so. That's okay. Uh, You know, before we were recording, you also told me another little fun nugget about where you currently live. Something I'm sure Brewers fans uh, can rally around because I think if you're a Brewers fan, probably chances are you're a Packers fan. So go ahead and tell me who your neighbor is.
1: Yeah, so I live close by Don Mikowski. He is the great. Packers quarterback. Everybody knows Magic
0: Man. The
1: Magic Man. He has the mullet, and you know still <laughs> supports that a little bit. Oh God! Still in good shape. Um, <laughs> incredible athlete. He was actually a better basketball player. He could do any kind of dunk he wanted, and uh, he didn't even play quarterback. He, as a junior in high school, you know he didn't even start. He didn't even start till his senior year in in high school. But just an incredible athlete, and man, he he just got back from. Being up in Milwaukee for two months, signing autographs, going to stores, and they just never forget you up there. So I just – Nope. I have to commend you in the area on the type of sports fans that you have. Um, They're unbelievable, man. Milwaukee's got a special place in my heart for just a number of reasons. Um, But listening to Don tell stories about, uh, you know, the glory days is at the top of the list. He was part of the very first replay game where they used replay to beat – you know, um, the bears and, uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to throw anything out there, but I'm told there was t-shirts all around town that said, you know, after further review, <laughs> it's true, the Bears still suck.
0: <laughs> that was on t-shirts. So, I just, that makes me laugh every time. I can guarantee you there's people still wearing those t-shirts. There's, they're, they're, they're still around.
1: <laughs> I mean, after further review, it's official. I think that I yeah. got it wrong. But that's what it said. My yeah. gosh. And then I have another good friend, um, Mike McCoy, who was our t-shirt okay. when I was with the Brace. Yep. And Mike was the number two pick in the draft behind terry bradshaw also with the packers yep and i just watched his highlight film the other day we talked and um i watched him you know throw down oj simpson watched him uh chuck foreman you know just some really cool stuff i'm like oh man you caught him you know what was that like um he said walter payton was the toughest to tackle and all that and man it's just it's just great so um I always like Milwaukee, and last one uh, I'll be quiet because I know you're the one asking the.
0: Questions. Oh no, you're fine. Keep going.
1: But uh, this is really cool. I have to commend Milwaukee on this. I was playing for the Indians, and we got snowed out in 2007. I was one strike, one pitch away from a five inning no hitter, and uh, it gets snowed out. Game called. <laughs> Next thing you know, it dumps on Cleveland for days, and the Angels come in town, and we can't like you know cancel a whole series. So we go to Milwaukee to play, and we're like, oh, man, nobody's going to be there. Indians, Angels, you know, there'll be like 5,000 in the stands, maybe. It's (laughs) going to be like spring training. You guys pack the place, man.
0: That's the one thing. Yeah, that's the one thing that it seems to always be for us. Like, even in bad seasons, right? Like, if the Brewers have a bad season, American Family Field, Miller Park before it was renamed, and even County Stadium. It seems to do very, very well.
1: Yeah. I was, and I'm thinking, you know, again, why? Why would they come out of this and that? And the fans, it was like they were for both teams. Like I've never been <laughs> to a packed stadium where every time somebody made a great defensive play, it was cheered, or sometimes any offense was cheered, hustle was cheered. Everybody was fired up. And I'm like, man. Milwaukee you have just won over my heart. And um, Now that I'm a broadcaster you know they make me climb the wall and go down the slide. Um,
0: I didn't break anything. I was going to say you didn't break any ribs right? Okay. didn't
1: break any wrists. Dodgers guys don't really know the slide but I I went down the slide and tore up my elbow and um, came up bleeding and it, it, it went viral. It was kind of fun, but I had no idea, man. If you don't know what you're doing, that slide, it'll get you going. Yeah.
0: You got it. Yeah. You definitely got to be careful, especially coming down on that landing and then that railing, which I'm sure they're probably going to put a pad now. I think they may even, I think Bernie Brewer may have even added that. Um, But speaking of brewers, we'll dive into this trade real quick before we take a break. I wanted to talk to you about obviously the big trade that went down, Uh, the brewers acquiring William Contreras, the Braves acquiring, um, His name is leaving my brain right now. The all-star catcher. Oh, what is his name now? I can't think of his name. I should know this by now. Sean Murphy Murphy from Oakland. Thank you. Were you shocked by that i mean was that was that something you had on your on your bingo card for this off season
1: no i thought he was untouchable and you know i trust alex Anthopoulos, he's our general manager he's made consistently great decisions and he signed young players to very uh team friendly deals that are long term so right. he's done a really good job i we just lost dansby as well he's our leader after losing freddie freeman that yep. hurt. Um, but i have to tell you i thought contreras was untouchable interesting Anytime you have a young catcher who, like like we talked about, or like I text you, he's one of the most improved players I've ever seen. I mentioned the Indians in 07. Cliff Lee went from not making the rotation to the next year winning the Cy Young, and the rest was history. And Contreras went from a below-average receiver, game-caller, to a guy who struggled at the plate. And, yes, I know he was young. But he just wasn't even ready. He wasn't close to being ready to an all-star catcher.
0: Interesting. To someone
1: you'd say, my gosh, if he catches every day, this guy is another real Muto. Now, nah, that's a tough name to throw out and start comparing. Right. But he receives really well. He runs well. He can throw a guy out. He calls a game. He cares. He made the all-star team. And so when you put all those boxes that are checked together together, And you say, well, my gosh, what happens if he approves more next year? Right. So you guys have an incredible young catcher with a very bright future and your GM needs to be commended. I
0: will, I will, I will, I will say it wasn't shocking that they went out and made a trade for a catcher for the Brewers. It was a a position. It's number one or it was number one on my list of like to do things for the offseason. I was shocked at who it was uh, when it first came out. We were recording a podcast. It was literally mid-show. And Ken Rosenthal had a tweet saying, you know, Sean Murphy to Oakland, uh, Contreras to Milwaukee. But then we were all kind of worried about what exactly that trade involved because we're loaded, uh, at least in the top half of our prospects, on on who exactly we have. So we were kind of, as Brewer fans, kind of holding our breath, not sure how it was going to be as opposed to who we traded off was – was Contreras one of those where he's a fan favorite in Atlanta and, and, and the fans seem to gravitate toward him. I see a lot of fans calling him bill. Is that, is that, <laughs> is, that is that, is that okay. So like, obviously it's short for William, but like, can you expand right. on the fan uh, gravitation towards William, I guess, Bill Contreras?
1: Yeah, he's got a lot of flair and one of Grant McCauley, a friend of mine, who was also a fellow podcaster. Phenomenal. He just called him Wild Bill Contreras. <laughs> and the next thing you know, we had Wild Bill. Okay. And then there was Wild Bill t-shirts. And then he was coming out to Timmy Trumpet. And then there was an argument over, wait, that's Diaz song with the Mets. And then, you know, Timmy Trumpet chimed in and said, right. no, wait. And everybody's trying to figure it all out. And he didn't care. Wow! He just kept coming out <laughs> to it, and you know the swaggers there. Uh, he's just got a lot of uh, charisma, but it's in a good way. Like, yeah, it's not offensive. He just loves baseball. He has fun, and he's showy. So kind of like his brother Wilson. Um, not maybe to that extent. Okay, but he is somebody that um you may say if he's on the other team, you may say I don't that guy irritates me you know like, <laughs> why is he flexing running down the line and then you're like if he's on your team you're like i love him I love right him. okay I'll never trade him and that's another thing that we you know we lost we lost some personality there and uh <clears throat> we'll talk about it come back from the break but as a former pitcher my gosh your catcher is so important right shortstop in your center fielder you got those three positions locked down you're ready to go yeah and
0: I'm going to get into a little bit of what people are saying I guess is a you know an improvement that he could have and we'll kind of we'll kind of dig into that we kind of dug into the trade you guys heard Paul describe maybe how the fans of Atlanta took it you heard how the the bill nickname come out next I want to ask Paul what we can expect from Contreras on the field maybe at the plate but of course before we do that have you guys checked out the latest odds? for our Milwaukee Brewers to win the World Series? If not, I'm telling you right now, head on over to betonline.net. Betonline.net is your number one source for, bet, for sports betting, info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds, trends for every professional and amateur league out there from pro football to eSports. College bowl season is upon us. Even basketball is here. They've got it all at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, remember there's a rule here, guys. You got to love this podcast first. But after that, you can find the rest of them at betonline.net as well. They are always the fastest and easiest way to get your sports betting info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Thank you for making Lockdown Brewers your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Lockdown Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and of course, the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast welcoming in Paul bird, former big leaguer also currently broadcaster at Bally sports braves into the show. Of course we appreciate his time. I wanted to continue the chat Paul about William Contreras, one of Milwaukee's newest additions. Hopefully there's a few more, but we'll see. We'll we'll hold on for now. Uh, And Paul, we've kind of discussed the tray. We've, we've, we've discussed maybe a little bit of the shock involved. You said you thought he was untouchable. I think most fans, including Brewers fans were absolutely shocked. By the trade, and 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 how the fans in Atlanta especially took it, but I am curious. On the field, did the Milwaukee Brewers just acquire their everyday backstop to their defense?
1: Oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt.
0: Because I think I think a lot of a lot of people a lot of people are saying, well, defensively, you know, he's up and down, more of an offensive type player. You can throw him at DH. The Brewers do tend to have the coaching staff lined up to help out catchers defensively we've seen it when la uh got rid of Yasmani grandal we picked him up and then obviously omar narvaez who wasn't really a defensive-minded catcher turned into a much better defender and i think that's probably what the brewers plans are to acquire him you don't grab this guy and not start him every day behind the plate am i right you're
1: absolutely right like i said you know um when you look at his numbers, which are very good, you have to remember that we had two all-star catchers. Braves were very fortunate. I don't know that I've ever seen two all-star catchers, but Trout Darnault is an incredible receiver.
0: Absolutely. Leader,
1: um, great hitter. Not his whole career, but since he's been with Atlanta, he has been a tremendous hitter, and he's been very clutch. And Contreras is so good that they split time.
0: Okay. Okay. Like, think
1: about that. They yeah. split time. Yep. Burns is your guy on the mound, you know, if I can give the ball to Burns, I'm giving the ball to him. He's a Cy Young winner. He's, you know, your ace, this and that. Well, we have an ace catcher in Travis Darno, and we have Contreras who's battling for time with him. Interesting. And at the end of the year, they split time because Contreras, you know, as a player, you watch guys, you study guys, you see them over and over. You know, you see them throughout the year, and then you see them the next year, and then there's some guys, you know, that they're good in certain situations but they're not everyday guys. Right. But then when you have a guy that can hit really good pitching, not just the sloppy mop-up pitching, and then he comes up to the plate in the 7th or the 8th inning and he can still hit, you say, "Wait a minute. This <laughs> this guy is this guy's ready." So it the Braves, I'm not saying they made a mistake because, you know, we have a 28-year-old Sean Murphy Glover right. who's very good and hits home runs too. But it's something where you – I, again, thought he was untouchable because of his age, because of how good he was. If Contreras plays every day and improves even more than he did the past two years, look out. He'll be the best catcher in the league. I said that. He'll be the best catcher in the league if he improves more like he has the last two years. There was questions about his receiving. I can answer that. Two years ago when he got to the big leagues – he changed his catching style hmm. and wouldn't have to be on one knee. So here he is in the big leagues, learning a new staff, learning a new catching stance, learning how to receive differently because not only when you put that one knee down, your body goes in different directions, you move differently, and you receive with the glove to make the appearance of a strike. So you may turn the glove at the last second, turn it in for the outside corner on a lefty to try and make the appearance of it being there. That okay. comes along with the new ad analytics where there's more value in a defensive catcher as a foreign pitcher. I love this. Okay. I agree. You want to steal five to seven pitches a game. You do that, it's phenomenal. So when you have a guy who comes up and all these things are hitting you at once, and you've got to hit big league pitching and hit sliders and curves that break differently from 30 year olds that you don't see in double A AA or triple A, that's a big ask. That's a big ask. And he did that very well. He wasn't ready. As I said, he wasn't ready. Last year, he's an all-star. Yeah. Playing half the time. Yeah. And
0: with that, I mean, he was called up at the end of April. I mean, that, I mean, that was, you know. That's what I'm saying. For the end of April to, to the all-star game, I mean, holy cow. I mean, I, I don't know. Well, I'm a
1: little jealous. I'm was really, really looking <laughs> forward to seeing his development day in, day out. Um, as I've said before, I'm a fan of the Milwaukee Brewers, their organization pulling for you guys. And I'm excited that you get to see – Um, You know, a really big story of a young all-star catcher, William Contreras, develop and possibly get better. And that'll be a major story for you guys, not just next year, but years to come.
0: Well, and that's the big thing about the trade too, Paul. When you think about it for the Milwaukee Brewers, he's 24 years old. He'll be 25 in a few days. Uh, I think on Saturday he turns 25, but five years of control. And if you look at his numbers, this is kind of a crazy stat, uh, a crazy fact, I guess, whatever you want to call it for the Milwaukee Brewers offense last year, that without question, absolutely struggled. If you would have slotted wild bill, we'll call him from now on, on this podcast, into the Brewers offense last year, he would have finished number one in average on base percentage, slugging percentage, OPS and OPS plus. I mean, (laughs) I mean, you know, and, and again, we can, we can debate the trade all we want. And I get Sean Murphy is a heck of an addition for the Atlanta Braves team, a team that literally just won a world series a year ago. Were you shocked though, at the least that the Braves, not only, like you said, you were shocked that they traded him. Were you shocked that they traded him? to a national league team or that he was a national league uh, three team trade which I still don't understand what Oakland was doing in that trade. I will I still don't get it.
1: Yeah, I you know, I would agree with that. It's hard for me um you know, to say god it was a bad trade. What was that team thinking? But you certainly say I don't see it yet. Yeah. I don't see I don't see it yet, but we have to see this play out for a couple years. I don't see it yet. Um, you know, Sean Murphy is a great uh Player, but he is you know he has to perform at that all-star level to be what William Contreras is. that's why I thought he was Contreras was untouchable, and that's why I said that. But you know, as you said, um trades are <laughs> trades are always like what what's going on, and then you watch it develop over the next couple years. But um Contreras as a pitcher, I've said this before. If my catcher hits 200 and he's a great receiver, I don't care. He's going to change the game because he's going to receive the ball well. He's going to get me strikes. He's going to change, you know, every pitch that's made on offense. I'm going to be more comfortable on what pitch I throw if I know my catcher does my homework, does his homework, and I'm not shaking him off all the time. So he's a defensive position. If I get offense there too – That's just over the top. That's a huge bonus. Um, That's why Real Muto is so valuable. So in left field, you know, that's where you send the guy that maybe he's just, he's going to hit 30 to 40. You hold your breath when a fly ball goes out there sometimes. Right. Um, Center field, defensive position for me. Billy's got Marsh, not a great hitter. Right. Go to the World Series. It's a big defensive position. I watched Andrew Jones, who did both.
0: Sure. Now you
1: have a superstar shortstop defensive position for me um now more is expected from a shortstop sure is. the new analytics and things like that but i think they're trending backwards now where they're saying oh that's like a quarterback we talked about the magic man that's the quarterback of the infield. <laughs> it's really important that that guy is good defensively it changes the whole game i uh they're afraid to get ground balls or pitch to contact and they don't walk guys stuff like that so catch your center field shortstop and you asked me about being shocked the National League. I'm not. Okay. Um, now, if you would have said at East, I would have said, "Ooh, I'm shocked." <laughs> you know, now I'm shocked. That division, this division, has just gotten brutal. Tougher yeah. Some of the additions, the Mets, and so now you say, "Guy, if you would have traded him, where you got to see him beat up on you?" You know, in the same division, I would have been shocked, but not not national league. And sometimes you don't have a choice and that's just the way the deal works out.
0: Um, Before I let you go, I got one question that just registered in my brain here. And I promise after this, I'll let you go. I appreciate your time. Uh, I got to ask you as a former major league pitcher, are you a fan of the rule changes going forward, now both of them kind of involve, well, pretty much involve you in your former position and 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 at the pitcher position. One is the is the clock. Uh, they're, they're they're having more of an emphasis on the clock and, and going into your windup at the at a certain time. And the other one is the shift. Now, are we? I'm assuming we're going to see an increase in runs per game. I mean, obviously, guys aren't going to be able to play, you know, second baseman can't play shallow right field, and shortstops can't play in shallow left field or center field, whatever. Uh, what are your thoughts real quickly around those two rule changes going forward?
1: Yeah, so I appreciate you asking that. As a former pitcher, I always said, you know, the other guys got to pitch in the same park or do the same thing. Good point, yeah. So, yeah, so I just got to outpitch that other guy. Okay. I'm not mm-hmm. concerned about my ERA if it goes up a little bit because the way I looked at it, the rest of the league will. Um, and then the biggest thing is, you know, can you still get the ball on the ground? Um, can I think everybody wants to pitch up these days. And so that's why you see burns with the cutter, yep. you know, certain guys I'm like, Ooh, I like that. I like that. Everything's not just high fastball. How hard can I throw? And You know, spin rate and all that, or it's like, you know, hit your spots, cut the ball, sink the ball. There's never a time you don't want a ground ball. That being said, the shift will change things this year. And um, But I think it's good. Okay. I don't think it's going to be good for baseball. The time clock, I was a pitcher who worked fast. I think they still have, you know, each pitcher has plenty enough time to get it to, you know, make a decision and make the pitch. And I struggle when guys are walking around the mound slow, the game just sure. lag. That for me, you know, I'm sitting in my well over there in the dugout going, hey, let's go pick <laughs> it up. Um, because, you know, football, it ends yeah, up it's high
0: pace, yeah.
1: My wife loves basketball. She's like, Paul, it's never going to be rained out. I know when it's going to start. I know when it's going to end. You know, it's not going to be four or five hours and, and it's, you know, going to be fun to watch so I do think baseball could benefit from pitcher moving a little faster and that
0: that is incredible insight again from a former major league player you've heard his side of William Contreras it's hard as a Brewer fan not to get excited now Paul thank you so much for your time before the show for those that are listening I told Paul 15 minutes at max and we are going on Literally double that, Paul. Thank you for your time. Dude, hey, thank you.
1: When we, uh, when we hang up here, I want you to text me your address. I'm gonna send you a T-shirt from Atlanta, never worn. The front of it says "Wild Bill." Oh man, where he became a
0: cult figure. You just—you literally just made my day, Paul. I cannot tell. Do me another favor too. Tell Magic Man we love him. We love him. Go, Pat. Go. <laughs> you, you want him to bring the mullet back oh absolutely with the with the uh with the glasses yes absolutely <laughs> that's what, what i'm talking about i'll tell him great talking thanks to you. paul enjoy your holidays have a good rest of your offseason thank you
1: you got it guys see you
0: thank you appreciate the time paul just gave us guys that's from a former major league baseball pitcher himself who covers the braids untouchable is the adjective he used to describe what he thought William Contreras had stamped on him going into this off, se- off season. So again, appreciate the Paul, appreciate the time Paul gave us. It's always great to kind of hear the other side, especially when these trades go down coming up next. Yes. I know guys, Justin Turner won't be coming to Milwaukee anymore. We can put that to bed. You guys can leave me alone on the YouTube channel over there on Twitter. We're going to take a look at a few more candidates who could possibly fit that bill. And we'll look at and see what the options are for the Milwaukee Brewers for that position. Incredible conversation there with Paul bird again, former major league baseball player, currently a broadcaster over there for Bally sports braves. Great insight from him. And it always gets you excited to get a new player, but it really gets you excited for a guy that Paul bird who described as untouchable guys. I don't think we understand uh, the value that as a former pitcher and what he's saying about William Ch- Contreras. So again, Awesome stuff. Incredible. Thank you to Paul for, for his time. Again, it's, it's the off season. He doesn't have to take these calls, but we appreciate over here at lockdown Brewers. So again, thank you, Paul. All right, guys, I got it. I got it about three minutes here. So we're going to lay this down here. I've been hammered over social media about my push for the brewers to sign Justin Turner. That is dead. Now we got to leave it. It's dead and gone. He inks a two year, $22 million deal with the Boston Red Sox. I do want to pat myself on the back real quick, because I said, monday show that i would give him a 220 year maybe a 218 year so i was close on what he was demanding or at least what i thought the money would be still money that i figured he would that the brewers should have taken him up on but again that's a whole nother conversation for another day you guys don't want to hear it anymore so again we can look at a few names who are still out there again you guys have been demanding at least the majority of you brandon drury uh for third base i brought up maybe another player evan longoria i know Drury's definitely the 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 eye candy, the one that you really want. Age wise, old thirty years old, came coming off a really good offensive season where he hit 263, had twenty eight home runs and eighty seven runs batted in. So again, power numbers like that at American Family Field, yeah, you can sign me up for that. I'll take that. And again, I did want Justin Turner, but I'm completely fine with Brandon Drury. Again, I don't know what the contract is going to look like for him for Drury. That is. Justin Turner, two years, 22 million. So 11 years per year, 11 million per year. But again, 38 years old. Is that the best offer he probably received? Probably. He's going to Boston. He's not even going to be an everyday third baseman. uh, So again, I don't know what the market is indicating for Brandon Drury. But again, give me those power numbers at American Family Field. I said Evan Longoria could be kind of like a bridge player, kind of what we thought. That Turner could be again 37 years old. Coming off of he only played 89 games last year, fractured thumb injuries seem to have riddled him the last few years. He's only played his last full season, really. And when I mean full, is where he played 129 games was in 2019. You know, coming off, uh, hitting 244 last year, power numbers just weren't there last year. Only 14 home runs and 42 runs batted in, but again, only what is it? What do we have here? 298 plate appearance. So, again, over the course of, of course, I said earlier, 89 games, just didn't really have a healthy season. So Drury Longoria, see if the brewers do something there with those guys. Um, but again, there's time still, you know, December 20th. So we still got some time here in the off season. I don't want to jump the gun, but I did want to put the Justin Turner talk to bed. And, and you guys, uh, I've, I've just been getting hammered on Facebook by that. You wouldn't imagine, or you probably can't imagine some of the uh, brewer groups in there that I share the podcast with, but Speaking of fans, that's a good segue here. Uh, do you guys want to join the show? Not being dead serious, and I've got a lot of DMs already. Starting in January, I'm going to let the holidays simmer. Maybe the first or second week in January. Every Friday, I want you, the listener of the Locked On Brewers podcast. So if that's you, and you're listening. You've never been on a podcast. You want to talk Brewers. You don't know how to do it. Start here. You can come on this show. We can chat about life. We can chat about baseball. We can chat about football. Whatever it is you guys want to talk about. We can chat about Milwaukee. We can chat about Wisconsin, what the best vacation places are in this state. Whatever you guys want to talk about, I want to hear from it. I'm going to call it Fan Feature Friday. We'll bring two or three of you on every Friday. We'll do a full show, you and and, and me and and a few others, and we'll sit down and we'll just talk like we would at maybe a local establishment, and we'll have fun with it. So if you guys are interested, hit up the messages. Hit me up on, on Twitter, at Lockdown Brewers. Hit me up on Facebook at the Locked On Brewers podcast. I got a few of you guys already messaging me. You guys are locked in. We'll get that rolling here. I'll get definitive dates here soon. But before I ended the podcast, I wanted to dive into that. But of course, thank you guys for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Locked On Brewers podcast everywhere you get podcasts. Please, if you could, leave me a review. I would so greatly appreciate it. We are on Twitter. Like I said, we are on Facebook, at Locked On Brewers. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel. At Locked On Brewers, and again, you can follow me on Twitter if you so do. Choose at Brandon underscore Snide. Thank you for making Locked On Brewers your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast: the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and of course, the famous take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on the next episode: a crossover episode. With the Locked on MLB podcast, let's dive into what the Brewers are doing, what they could be doing, and what else is happening around Major League Baseball. Of course, I want you all to have a great rest of your day, wherever you may be. And of course, as always, go Brewers.